Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick, and this is David Smith, Hello. the Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. Early voting for the general election beginning September 29th in Illinois, and IFA is working to help ensure that common sense, social, and fiscal conservatives are elected. Day the statewide races get most of the attention from the media, governor, U.S. Senate, Illinois Attorney General, and Illinois all the Secretary of State, districts, especially congressional, in the Chicago area. Yep. Right. But there could be a big shakeup in the Democrat dominated. Democrat-controlled General Assembly. From your lips to God's ears. Yeah. We <laughs> at Illinois Family Action believe that common-sense Republican Diane Harris has the values and the vision to make Illinois livable again. There's no doubt about it. Okay. Miss Harris runs a business in Joliet, currently serves as trustee for Joliet's public library, and is vice chairman of the Joliet uh, Township Republicans. Dan, your opponent in the general election is Democrat Rachel Ventura. She favors the transition to so-called green energy sources. You say on your website that you support the Smart Energy Act. Explain. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Yes, thank you. And, and from, as you say, my lips to God's ears. Yes. <laughs> uh, if this is the place to be in the Senate seat, then so be it. Amen. And that's where I will be. Um, but to answer your question, uh, the smart energy um, provides a better opportunity for businesses and for families. Uh, when we take a look at the Green New Deal, we don't need to go backwards. Uh, the energy for America is right here. We have the resources right here on our territory that will help and make us energy de independent so that we can move forward into the next century of, of electrical, um, electric, electric for the families. Well, Dave, you look at your electric bill, it skyrocketed. It did. And we need someone like you to say, hold on. That's right. Uh, what they're doing with, with, with uh, cracking down on coal and, um, you know, coal-fired, um, what do you call them, uh, electrical plants and all these other things, uh, to, to implement the Green New Deal here in Illinois is really having an impact on our bills at mm -hmm. home. And as a businesswoman, you probably know this too, you've mm -hmm. seen an increase. I, in fact, yesterday I was with a small business owner who owns a family restaurant in Stager, Illinois, okay. uh, and he is just outraged at his natural gas. Now, he, he runs a number of stoves and ovens, and his bill has doubled in the last uh, you know year here, mm -hmm. and, and it's all a result of policy in Illinois right. and policy in in Washington D.C. Um, but what you're saying, if I if I'm hearing you correct, is look, uh, we're not opposed to alternative sources of energy, but they have to develop. Until then, we have great sources right now in the ground that God has given us, exactly. and we have nuclear power plants. Why would we go away from nuclear power plants? Well, that's a million-dollar question. That's right. <laughs> but that, that is correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. It, it seems to me that 
we've moved away from um, even focusing on our own natural resources. Right. And as you say, it is causing all of the electric bills and the residential and the commercial. And, and of course, that has a domino effect. If families don't have the disposable income to go buy that refrigerator or a new car or whatever, mm-hmm. because they're paying it on electric and gas, right. that's going to hurt those businesses. Exactly. So you favor exactly. a common sense approach to making sure that our environment is clean, clean water, etc. And you know, you can live out there in la-la land, and, you know, you're not really impacted by all this. But folks like me are, okay? Yeah. 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 And what and, about and voters myself. in your district in the oh. 43rd? Oh, for sure. Joliet. Joliet oh, has sure. got to—it's got to hurt the lower-income people very hard in Joliet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the inflation and the cost of, of everything, you right. know, um, if they're already— you know, struggling to make the ends meet, this doesn't make it any better. You know, and I, I can't imagine that my opponent would think that it would. You know, it's not for the people. Well, well would you encourage the legislature to reverse course on a lot of this if you're elected? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think the key to doing that would be taking a look at the energy bills that we have, making sure that we're able to appeal a lot of them that are upfront that have already caused damage. Um, But I do believe that the legislatures currently uh, continue to to promote the bills that they don't help the families, the local, if you're, you know, low income. It doesn't fit into that category, you know, and it just makes things worse. You know, taxes, the increases, and it just doesn't, it doesn't help. So that's got to be a number one issue going into this election, right? The inflation, the cost of living um, is is really impacting. But I'm hearing also uh, from J.B. Pritzker that he it's abortion has got to be number one issue, right? Uh, and how extreme pro-lifers are. Yet he is the one and his Illinois Democrats who voted to eliminate all restrictions on abortion all the way up to the day of birth right? To take away a parental notice of abortion law. So now a 12 year old girl can go get an abortion without her mom and dad knowing. I mean, you want to talk about extreme. That is extreme in your pro-life. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am pro-life. Praise I am God. Pro-life. Um, I, when the uh, Supreme Court made their uh, decision, um, the Dobbs it decision. Was, uh, mm-hmm. Yes, it, in my opinion, was a long time coming. Right. You know, and I will say, in terms of a person's belief, they're 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 going to believe whatever it is they want to believe. Right. Um, the decision that was made, uh, of course, it was in my favor, but um, whatever is done in states won't change my belief. Right. According to Pritzker, he's he's focusing on that. But other pundits I'm talking to say the most important issue on the ballot is going to be Amendment 1. Then there's others that say uh, the gubernatorial race is number one. And then in our area, here in Will County, um, they're saying the Illinois Supreme Court race is the most important because we've got two races. Um, Judicial District 3 includes Bureau County, DuPage, LaSalle, Grundy, Will, Kankakee, and Iroquois. Um, that's District 3. We have a chance to pick up a Republican Supreme Court member, Illinois mm-hmm. Supreme Court member. And the other one is up north, McHenry, Lake, DeKalb, Ken, Kane, and Kendall counties. And that's District 2. And we have an opportunity to pick up uh, a Republican there. If we pick up both, 
that would mean that the Illinois Supreme Court is Republican dominated majority, mm -hmm. uh, and that's the first time would be the first time in sixty years that happens. Mm -hmm. So Amendment One, gubernatorial or Illinois Supreme Court, which is the most important issue facing voters today? Well, the courts are very important. Yeah. The judges' races are very important because that, at the level it is, will affect everything coming right. down yeah. in the communities, individuals. Yeah, I, I would chime in to say maybe, just maybe, the number one issue will be the so-called Safety Act. Mm. Okay. And that's another that issue one. that has been resonating with voters recently as they're finding out what the Democrats did mm -hmm. to, um, uh, to pass the Safety Act, and it's going to okay. increase crime in Illinois. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you're right, um, Auntie, um, that, that is very important. But it all will end up where in front of the courts. Yes. So that's that was why I thought that was a yeah. No, I I don't disagree there. with you. Yeah. Either yeah. either way, obviously yeah. we would advocate that Christians come out to vote because mm -hmm. we have a stewardship responsibility, right? Oh, for God sure. God gave us this gift of self-government. We better right. be good stewards of it, and elect the right people, right? So exactly. Uh, Monty. Well, that 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 safety act. Uh, I'm just wondering what you think about it as a business person mm -hmm. and uh, what are what are people in the 43rd district saying about this or how concerned are they about this do they know about it okay well that that's a really good question as I knock on doors you know uh, some of the individuals that is the first thing that they're somewhat concerned with um, is it true mm. that on January 1st or 3rd that criminals will be released and I say that is true. It, it, all, it has been signed, and that's what will take place. Um, and they can't believe that something like that is, is really going to happen. Or you've got to have a tent on your front lawn, you know? Uh, right. You know, it's, 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 or in your shed. Or yeah. in your, or in, right. Are you going to have so squatters are you in your gonna shed? Have, uh, yeah, <laughs> your garage, because one, yeah. once, you know, individuals, they're, they can't be um, arrested for what trespassing trespassing right. and then like you say you know will they just well this is a nice yard i'll just camp out here <laughs> i need a it's little shelter <laughs> hey that that shed looks good well yeah. if, if you're elected so, will you take steps to repeal the safety act indeed indeed that that is one of the first things because when you think in terms of um uh individuals who uh commit crimes and let's say they don't finish you know, they're out, maybe they'll go back and finish what they started. It's just not safe for, for, for individuals. And, it, and to me, I don't see that it would definitely benefit government. When you speak with women yeah. voters, what are they saying? What are their concerns? Um, oh, th everyone wants to get concealed carry. Really? I, the women that I've spoken to said, well, I guess I'm going to have to get concealed carry. So, just Diane, some, there's a some new, individuals. new ad being run on television that shows a doorbell camera capturing a woman in Lakeview, which is a Chicago neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I saw that. You saw that, mm -hmm. where three young men in hoodies jump mm -hmm. out and um, mug mm -hmm. a young woman who's walking down the sidewalk. And mm -hmm. I can only assume that they robbed her wallet and her phone right. and her jewelry, whatever. She's screaming. Mm -hmm. She's screaming to beat mm -hmm. the band. And nobody comes to mm -hmm. her aid, mm -hmm. which is really, you know, oh, so alarming. Broad daylight. In broad daylight. Broad daylight, broad daylight right? Yeah. 
Uh, it is here, right? Yeah. That's right. It's coming yeah. to the suburbs, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's going to increase. Maybe right. that's what I should should say, mm-hmm. and that's got to resonate with the with all kinds of. It res, it's a father yeah. and, and a right. husband. It resonates. Right. I want to protect my women in my home, right. and I don't want them to be victims like that. Right. Um, so uh, we need to really pound the um, the drum on this one. We've got to sure. beat the drum. That's the word. Right. Well, proponents of the Protect Criminals Act, I'll call it. Yep are suggesting there's an element of racism to the opposition to this. How do you respond to that? You you look at the numbers, the percentages, and and I think that's probably where it's coming from in terms of racism. If you look at the percentages, maybe the amount that may be incarcerated in certain uh, jails or certain counties, uh, some may have a larger percentage than others. so that is the way, you, I mean, you, you'd have to come up with that conclusion to, um, considering the percentages in those specific areas. Regardless of what color or creed, race, creed, or color, it's still unsafe. It's dangerous. To let criminals to back let out on criminals the, the, back out. Because they're yeah. going to just resume. The vast yeah. majority of them have not been reformed or rehabilitated. Yeah. They're going to go back to the life that they knew, the gang banging mm-hmm. uh, and the robbing, the selling of drugs, what have you. Yeah. Um, the fact is, um, and as a black woman, you know this, the breakdown of the family is probably the core of the problem that we're seeing in, in the um, with crime and gang activity. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think the breakdown of the family uh, due to, you know, too many low-paying jobs. You have to work three, four, five just to make ends meet. Sure. You know, and uh, the parents aren't home, you know, like. Latchkey to, children. Latchkey children. Yep. And um, they're, you know, just all It's going to get worse. Three, four and, jobs with the Biden inflation, the Biden recession. It's going to get worse. You hear what the markets are doing. Well, this summer, you know, my family and I took a little vacation up to Michigan, and we were up by Traverse City for a day, and um, I couldn't believe it. Two McDonald's on their marquees had job openings, $21 to start. $21 an hour to start. I just, I had to wonder, I'm like, what is the cost of the Big Mac in that McDonald's? Right, <laughs> right. Everything's going up. It's called inflation. Yeah. It's called inflation. Now, yeah. you're running for state senate in the 43rd district. Yeah. That mm-hmm. includes Joliet, Romeoville, Bolingbrook, uh, Lockport, where else? And uh, Crest Hill. And then, like you say, Joliet um, goes down into Shanahan, Elwood, some parts of Plainfield, and some parts of Shorewood. Diane, before we take a time out, uh, you have a website. Yes, I do. www.dianeharrisforstatesenate.com. All right. And go you're to on that. Facebook and Twitter, too, right? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I believe I'm on um, LinkedIn. But that's under the business. But you can find me. Diane Harris. Diane Harris. And, and she may be stopping by your house knocking on doors. So there you go. All right. We'll take that time out and continue our conversation with Diane Harris right after this. It's an evening you don't want to miss. The Illinois Family Institute's Faith, Family, and Freedom Banquet with actors and filmmakers Sam and Kevin Sorbo. Join them Friday night, October 28th at the Carlisle in Lombard. Register at IllinoisFamily.org. People are standing up and saying enough is enough. I'll just say that people are looking for truth. 
the Sorbos are outspoken Christian conservatives in liberal Hollywood. They're known for the Hercules TV series and the documentary film Leaders for Life. You need bravery. But I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be bold, right? Sure, we all are. But we all need to learn how to be bold. Kevin and Sam Sorbo and the IFI Faith, Family, and Freedom Banquet, Friday night, October 28th. Register at IllinoisFamily.org or call 708-781-9328, IllinoisFamily.org. With a one-minute look at culture from a Christian worldview, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. Last month, the editorial board of The Wall Street Journal responded to the idea that the estimated average American family spends $300,000 to raise a child. Though they conceded that kids are indeed expensive, they insisted that's not the right way to look at it. Seeing children only in terms of cost is a mistake. Whatever children cost to raise, the editors concluded they are a priceless vote of confidence in the future. And that's right. It's not that kids don't take massive investments of time and energy. They do. It's that kids are investments, and the returns are incredible, though rarely easy. Parents should, of course, be thoughtful about how and when to embark on the parenting journey. But children are a gift, not a burden. They're image bearers, not luxury goods. To think about kids only in terms of how they impact our happiness and our wallets, that's completely missed the point. The most important relationships we have don't make life easier. They just make it better. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Lurick back with you along with David Smith. I'm here. The Executive Director of Illinois Family Institute, Illinois Family Action. We're conversing with a candidate for State Senate, Diane Harris, who's running in the 43rd District, uh, Diane, uh, before we took a break, we kind of mentioned that uh, we'd like to know why you decided to run. Do you remember the Common Core? Yes. Well, during that time... um, Two plus two equals five, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Diane. Right, but you're right. You're right. At that time, I was running for office, and I was so angry. I was really angry back then. And I'm thinking to myself, how... How are they doing this to the students? Because mm-hmm. I had worked so hard to keep my kids very advanced, right? And then this came about. And um, it was really, really a challenge because, as you know, that it, it I guess the technical lingo is it dumbed down yeah. the kids. Right. You know, and that, that was one of them. I thought, I said, this is it. I can't imagine why this would be brought into uh, communities and areas and schools that would uh, do that. You suppose if they're ahead, it's because of the triangle. It's because of the parent, the teacher, and the student working Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. So you can't fault them for that and and remove that and, and remove all the progress just because others didn't follow the triangle. So I was just kind of teed off about it. So that was the first time. And then you know, as time has gone by, I've worked with other individuals on their campaign, and um, I, I know that there is a message. And in order to get that message and to get things done in any level of government, you have to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a voice, and individuals who all work together collectively to pursue the interest of those voices, mm-hmm then we can't make any changes. And it's just like now, um, the the pandemic and the school closing just brought it back again. It brought that fight back again. I'm like, see, there we go again. You know, it's starting. I like what you said there. If (laughs) if you're not involved, 
and making decisions, others will fill that void, exactly. right? Exactly. And not to the way we like it. And right. so th this is what we got with the shutdowns, right? And now we're discovering, even the CDC is saying, uh, masks are not effective and, and shutdowns were not effective. And, <laughs> yeah. right. you know, yeah, so, a little yeah. too late now, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we got that wrong, but moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, but, but Diane, it's so interesting to me because I know a number of candidates who are running this time and there's more than ever running to oppose the incumbents, which is great news. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of them are running because of school issues. And oh, it's yeah. and it's kind of remis it reminds me of what happened in Virginia uh, mm -hmm. earlier. Was it this year or last year? And I can't remember. But they had a revolt there, and it was mostly school issues. Mm -hmm. So um, what do you think of our schools? I mean, um, they're failing our children, aren't mm -hmm. they? On your website, you say you support school choice. So tell us more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel they, they schools have been failing. Yeah. Um, if you live in a certain district, you're stuck in that district. Yeah. You can only go to the school that's in that district. If you're doing well, and just like the, the dumbing down, you're doing well in that school, that you're going to be brought to a level uh, of where the school is if they're performing at a lower level. So that's where choice comes in. I think you know, if a parent wants to remove their kid from there and, and let them go somewhere else that, that the curriculum fits them better, right. they should be able to do that. Amen. Uh, now, I know that um, the taxing structure probably would come up. Well, they're not in that ta taxing district. But parents um, will pay anything they want to make sure that their kids are educated properly. And I say that meaning... You know, um, if if there was a way that they could, well, you're not in this district, you know, so the government will pay a different amount so that they can go here. Parents would probably go for that. Yeah. It would just be a subs subsidized cost, not changing the tax structure, raising it because you want to go here or there, just a small tax structure. So I, I totally agree um, uh, with I believe that school choice should be right. option for well, you know for we call families. it we we try to call it education freedom instead of school yeah. choice, and uh, we would advocate that the money the tax dollars that are being spent on um, school districts and bloated uh, administrations actually follow the children. Mm -hmm. um, as a homeschool father of eight, um, you know I know that we can educate our children very well without that kind of um, price tag. We don't need 15000 or but, but even... But they're not getting hardcore sex ed, Dave. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. And they're not getting CRT, and they're, and they're not getting evolution, and they're not, they're not getting a lot. Yeah. They're missing out a lot, Monty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're missing out a lot. But they're, they're, they're definitely missing the one, two, three, ABC. Right. And we, that's definitely what we should be focusing Absolutely. on at this time. Absolutely. Know? So that's why we're calling for parents and grandparents to get their kids out of government schools. There are a lot of good Christian schools, and there's, of course, the homeschool option. And now there's a new thing called micro schools that are kind of on the radar screen that really have um, um, popped up and small little, like, one-room schoolhouses mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. parents are getting together with, you know, a couple kids here, a couple kids there, a couple uh, yeah. instructors, and away we go. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Let me ask you, Diane. Will your support for life help or hurt you in your district? In the 43rd, I, I know that there's um, many, many precincts that voted for me, and I'm sure it was because of that. A lot of individuals do focus on that as first. Oh, yeah, right. There were some um, that chose the 
other candidate who was um, the ones, you know, with exception. But I think that if individuals realize when we look for students or when we look for leaders, you know, in a certain age group and those leaders aren't available, they have to look back to find, well, where are these kids? Why aren't there any leaders in this air? Since 19, what, 73, 62 million? 62, 63 million. 63 yeah. million abortions. Some of those are the leaders. Some of those are the kids who could be supporting our Social Security and our yeah. Medicare. Yeah, 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 right. They're the leaders and definitely paying into to, to the system for, for the government. Um, Do you think the concern among women about the so-called Safety Act will kind of supersede their concern about protecting so-called choice. Being a woman myself, it would be the priority. Amen, amen, amen. It's been alluded to that birth, uh, abortion is birth control. We know that's yeah. not Well, that's the, the vast case. majority of abortions are done you know. because, well, it's inconvenient for me. It's not yeah. because of rape, incest, or some other you know medical problem. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's unfortunately, it's being yeah. used that way. In yeah. fact, there's a rise in sterilization now. Uh, in the wake of Dobbs' decision, uh, people are getting visectomies and their tubes tied because, oh, I don't want to have a pre well, I mean, that's a much better course than mm -hmm. abortion because it doesn't create a life. I mean, yeah. I'm not advocating for it. I don't mm -hmm. think it's right. I think it's awful selfish. But, you know, uh, you know that's coming from a dad of eight. So yeah. <laughs> take, take that with a grain of salt. Well, Governor <laughs> Pritzker is using taxpayer money to make Illinois an abortion destination. You're well aware of that. Mm -hmm. And his abortion agenda almost gives the impression that having a baby is just not the thing to do in Illinois. So what actions would you take in the legislature to promote motherhood and mom and dad families in Illinois? Well, that's a good question. Family. Yeah. We have to promote family. Yeah. Um, and we have to show or focus on families that have legacies, show the benefit of family with legacies, um, and, and, and also to let younger girls know that Christianly, that is our purpose. That is our purpose to, to, you know. Um, procreate. Procreate. And fill the earth. Right. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the first commandment. It really, by God. it really, it really is. Right. It really is. And and for those, you know, not to, you know, um, bring hurt feelings, but for those who can, or that's where the adoptions come in. That's right. For the ones that can have to share. Well, Scripture says, and "Blessed is the man whose quiver is full." Only God can decide what full is. So, I mean, going back to that now, definitions. Um, I have to have to ask you, Diane, family. Can you define what family is? Can you define what woman is? <laughs> I, I joke. But, you know, the, the left is so good at redefining everything, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. Darren Bailey is extreme because he's pro-life. I mean, I mean, come on, really? Um, family, as God designs it, right, is what you're talking about. Right. Okay. Right. So I, I know that, um, but I want to ask you now this follow-up. What? part does your faith in scripture in god in jesus christ play in your run in your participation 
in the public square here? Honesty, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated. The golden rule. The golden rule. And um, I always think in terms of Moses and the Ten Commandments. And I know that was a early, early law. But when you think in terms of it, the basics of it yeah. is still there. It is. And when um, you're making decisions that affect other people, it has to be for the good of all. Amen. Thank, <laughs> Should I so, be a preacher now? Well, now no, we, we need more people with biblical worldview, and right, that's what right. it is, right? And, right, and, and right. no, the Ten Commandments haven't been done away with. Actually, Jesus said when he was asked what is the greatest commandment in the law, he said, well, first, love your, the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, which you just said. Yeah. It's the golden rule. Treat yeah. others the way you want to be treated. Love others. Right. And if if lawmakers in Springfield would do that, adhere yeah. to that, mm -hmm. we would not have the mess we have in Illinois today. Right. I, I totally agree. And, and also, just to add a little bit more, um, yeah. you know, the in God we trust. We see it, you mm -hmm. know, on the money. Yeah. Um, and we see it in government buildings. Um, so, so why remove that, you know, from the school? That's right. Um, there may be children that don't get any religious um, teachings at home. But I, I think that it doesn't hurt for every living being to know that there is a greater being. When we remove God from the equation, whether it's in the schoolroom or the public square, anything is possible. Then you get yeah. these three guys jumping a girl in the middle of the date. You know? yeah. You've got yeah. crime, you've got abortion, you've got murder, you've got all kinds of things. Because, well... God, if God isn't part of it, you know, I'm not accountable. But if we know that one day we're going to be standing before that judge, we're going to be mm -hmm. accountable for what we did. Right. Right? Totally. Well, before we wrap up, I want to take a 180 here. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Joliet Aquifier drying up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What are your thoughts? Uh, are you prepared to go to the legislature to help address some issues infrastructure improvements for sure for sure i uh it's supposedly within 20 to 30 years it's supposed to be um but i think that they have uh come to an agreement you know with the uh, city of chicago and uh, lake michigan water source um but the rates will go up a little some of the residents aren't too happy about that but i I think in a long term, long run, it will be something that that's beneficial for all. Um, but I am definitely, definitely ready to work with um, our city um, leaders in the municipality, the council, and the mayors, so that we can um, make sure that our residents have safe and clean water. That's very important. Absolutely. And an ample supply. <laughs> yeah. And an ample supply, for yeah. sure. At affordable price. Right. Yeah. Tell us about your business. <laughs> well, I'm right downtown Joliet, ladies' dress shop. Um, it was really, really good. It was really booming, but then COVID came, and we were for forced to shut down. And ever since, it's been really slow. You know, it's starting to pick up because there's a lot more going on downtown Joliet. Um, so when, you know, there's foot traffic downtown and there's events, then, you know, there's a little bit more uh, activity in the store. But um, it, the, the, the COVID, the mandates, it just, 
you know, like with everybody, it just took took all of the, um, the fun, took the fun, took the energy, took the revenue, just took it all away. Yeah. And and I just taking a while know, to recover, yeah, and then now we have this recover, right? uh, rampant inflation to deal with too. Right. Right. And you know, you may want to stock up on really warm clothing because. With the price of electricity and everything to heat your oh, home, yeah. people are going to need warmer clothes. So, <laughs> right. yeah, that sounds right, crazy, sure. but you think yeah. about the implications. I like the cool, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but not cold. You got yeah. a website? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. As a matter of fact, it 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 should be updated, but it has the pertinent information out there. Uh, it's www.dianeharrisforstatesenate.com. So, Diane Harris for State Senate. And you're looking for volunteers uh, and, and any financial support you can get, right? Right, yeah. right. Any, any volunteers, we, we um, try to walk uh, on Saturday, Thursdays and Saturdays is our walk day and yeah. in the evening. If, and you don't have to live in the 43rd District. If you're concerned about the future of Illinois and electing common sense lawmakers, uh, you might want to help a common sense lawmaker out like Diane Harris. Amen. Amen. Even though you may not even live in her district, um, it would be helpful to gain some ground in the legislature. Thank you, Diane. Right. Thank, thank you, you for serving. And you've been a precinct committeeman for quite a long time in mm. Will County. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. being involved in the public square. I appreciate it, Diane. Thank you. Thank Good you deal. for having me. Thanks today. for coming. Yeah. Dave, we have a big banquet coming up. Yes, we have Kevin and Sam Sorbo coming to town. Hercules and his wife, <laughs> yeah. as, as he's probably known from the 90s. I'm hoping uh, Diane can make it. Yeah, no, I bet you she'll be there. So we, um, we, uh, we're looking forward to it. You know, he is very witty. I did not realize how funny he was until I subscribed to his Twitter or followed him on Twitter. And he has uh, a lot of wit and um, sarcasm. Well, you could be witty yeah. if you're strong like Hercules. Yeah, right, yeah. right. He's got muscles, too. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, it's October 29th at the Carlisle in Lombard, and it's our annual banquet. So you don't want to miss it. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to sell out, so don't wait. We're already halfway to the point. We're two months out. So Go to IllinoisFamily.org. Yep, and hit events. Click events, or you can call the office at 708 781 9328. Did you say 708-781-9328? I did, Dave. All right. Yes. Uh, and our voter guides. Yes. Oh, oh, order those. Yes, please. You want to order bulk quantities of the voter guide so you can get a comparison from Diane Harris and, and the Democrat and, and other races throughout the city of Illinois. You'll know where they stand, and it's pretty black and white, you might say. Yeah. So, And you want to distribute these everywhere you can. If you're a common-sense voter, right. you make the comparison to Diane Harris and opponent i think you'll say diane harris is the gal i want to see elected absolutely all right well thank you so much for tuning in do tell your family and friends about illinois family spotlight until next time stay healthy stay active and god bless